Welcome to Slaying the Sale, a podcast full of practical real-life sales lessons that you wish you learned in business school. Your host, Kyle, is a two-time best-selling author, creator of the Slaymaker Method, and in each episode, he and his guests will be answering the tough questions around sales, lead generation, and all things business to help you transform your sales mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Kyle Slaymaker. All right. Welcome back to another edition of Slaying the Sale with Kyle Slaymaker. If you can't figure it out by now, that is me. Hopefully you listen to my introduction episode and I don't have to blab on about who I am and everything that I'm proud of that makes me sound like an asshole. So I have a very distinct pleasure today. I am interviewing Miranda Jiggins of Transform You. She is an absolute rock star. We run in the same circles. She is a powerhouse of a woman and a person. Um, not that those two are different, but just wanted to make sure I gave that disclaimer out. Uh, but yeah, Miranda, I'm not going to steal your thunder. Introduce yourself. Well, first off, Kyle, thank you so much for having me. I'm so pumped to be here. And I love that we spontaneously decided to do this last night. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> hey, that's the, be- that's the best part. It's going to be it's fun. the best part. Right. Um, so yeah, but thank you so much. That was so nice of you. Um, I, once again, I, um, own my own fitness business. It's lifestyle transformations through fitness. Um, and it's absolutely awesome. So that's what I do. I help busy people like, you know, reach their fitness goals. And this I do it through lifestyle transformations though. So it's not just fitness, you know, which is great because we get like super deep and getting in all of like, you know, facing our fears of doing the inner work, all of that, um, I'm also a competitive bodybuilder and I run my own business. So it's crazy here, but I absolutely love it. Um, and thank you again so much for having me today. I'm so excited. No, no, of course. It was it was a no-brainer. When you reached out, I was like, hell yes, we are definitely going to do this. Um, so for those that don't know, uh, actually, you know what? We're just going to have fun. We're just going to let the, the guests figure out what the show's about if they don't know by now. Um, yeah. So it, it's interesting. So Miranda and I, you know, we, you know, like I said, we run in the same circles. We're both members of Apex. Um, that's how we got to know each other. And, you know, we're both in the coaching space, obviously two entirely different coaching businesses. And I am not a competitive bodybuilder in any way. I'm struggling through 75 hard. So um, Miranda, how did you get into this space? Oh my gosh. Well, okay. So I originally, so let's just back it up. We're just going to start from the beginning. Okay. So, um, so I got, I found fitness when I was 16. Okay. I absolutely hated high school. All right. I was like that, like no one believes me when I tell them that now, but it's really true. Okay. I, um, I was like a total outcast when I was in high school, super shy. I didn't go to prom, um, at all. I ate lunch in the school cafeteria cafeteria junior and senior year um so I was like 100 had like zero self-confidence all that so I found fitness when I was 16 um I used to have to drive my brother to his boxing classes when I turned 16 um (laughs) as most people have to cart around their like younger siblings when they (laughs) when they can drive um so I had taken to his classes and his coach was like, Hey, you should work out with us. And at this point in my life, I was like super unathletic. I didn't own a pair of gym shoes at that point. So I used to think they were ugly. So like literally the most like awkward, gangly, like shy person will ever meet. So I did one with him the next time and I absolutely loved it. Um, then I like hired a trainer. 
um, like six months after that. And um, it became a mental release from getting through those part times in high school. Like literally God knows where I would be without it. Um, and that's how I fell in love with it. And um, here I am today. But um, I've been through so much. Like I've hit rock bottom so many times mentally and I've had to like drag myself out of the mud and I eventually hired a coach. Um, and that's how I created Transform You. So that's the long of the short. That's awesome. Uh, for, for our guests that are tuning in, uh, this is probably going to be a longer episode. It might even be a multi-part episode just because I think we're going to have so much fun and hit it off. So it, I was an outcast too uh, in high school. I mean, anybody that knows me, it is, I mean, maybe now they would say it's surprising, but I mean, I, I, I was such an outcast. I didn't even walk at graduation. I was like, I'm out of school. I'm, I'm out of here. I left school. Um, I went and finished my uh, high school diploma at a, it's a, a school for dropouts. Um, and it was at the time, I think it's actually still there. Uh, it was at the, the local mall. They had a little space down in the basement of the food court of the mall with all those high school dropout students. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've been there. I, I definitely understand being that outcast. I was never really the popular kid. I was that guy that, you know, screwed around and, and, you know, partied and had fun, but I, I didn't really have very many friends and I wasn't very popular, especially not with women. Um, I went to prom one time uh, and it sucked according to, to me anyway. Um, but it, it's very interesting, right? So you, you think about the, the past that we take. I had a, a guidance counselor in eighth grade tell my mother that I was not going to finish eighth grade. And if I did, I wouldn't graduate high school. And oh my God. Yeah. Fantastic guidance like, counselor, right? Fantastic. <laughs> exactly. He's like, to he's get like a raise. I'm gonna I'm gonna lift these kids up, but not that piece of shit right there. He's the one right. I'm gonna tear down, right? Uh, but it's okay because uh, I assure you, I came out on top on that one. I think we can all cool. we can all agree on that. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. So let's let's kind of dive into how much of an impact coaching has had on you. Right. Because a lot of people, there's still a big stigma around it, at least in my experience. If people are like, you know, do I really need a coach? Is it really going to make that big of a difference? What are your thoughts? What, what, what led you to your decision? Yeah. Um, so that's a great question. So somehow, because I originally started as just a trainer. Um, when I very first, I met my mentor, her name is Betsy McNally. She's had such a, I wouldn't be where I am without her. She literally got me started. Um, she does strength and conditioning for elite and Olympic gymnasts. So I met her actually through my boss, through my boss at my very first job out of college, the sales job. I met her through him, like on the off chance. And then she kind of like took me under her wing and like showed me the ropes, you know, and I eventually started subbing for her. At that point, she trained a few adult classes um, and she couldn't really train them anymore because her like gymnast side was so growing so much so I helped her and I was up for her and then I eventually kind of like ended up taking those two classes over and I've kind of grown it since then so that's how that's how it all started um so I started as a trainer I've been very very fortunate and blessed and lucky to work under literally the best in the industry like Betsy's the best in the gymnastics world in regards to like the conditioning, she's just conditioning and like nutrition. My bodybuilding coach, his name's Neil Cash. He's amazing. He's one of the, he's the top in the bodybuilding industry. And I've been able to work under him for years as well too. So it's been kind of great because I've had a solid mix between the conditioning and the strength training. So I've gotten to like learn from both sides. Um, so I originally started as just a trainer with my clients. And then, um, then I went through this like whole like 
inner work. You know, I hired like a coach, her name is Stacey Rowski, um, about nine months ago. Cause I was like, I've hit like rock bottom so many times and I've done a complete transformation since then. It's because I did the inner work. You know what I mean? Like the inner work and the whole coaching piece is so important. Um, and that's how I created my transform you program. So I didn't like really wake up one day, like three years ago and you're like, oh, I want to be a coach. You know, it's just kind of evolved from that. And, um, tying it back to your question, like my clients, because like the transform you program is inner work and coaching plus like fitness. Does that make sense? Lifestyle transformation through fitness. I've taken both and mixed them all up from my like years of experience as a trainer and like what I've learned and what I am continuing to learn because we never like learn enough. You know, we're learning every single day. And it's so fulfilling because it's literally like lifestyle transformations. Like we get super deep, right? And to me, helping someone change their life when they come into my program and they're having zero self-confidence, they feel like they're on the hamster wheel. Like I've been there, they're at rock bottom, right? And they feel like no one's there to help them and they don't know how to get out. I've been there so many times by myself with zero help. And the last time I asked for help and it worked, right? So for me to be that person to help them is like, the best feeling on the entire planet. I can't even describe it. So that's how it's helped me. And it's also helped with my self-awareness too. But um, yeah, I hope that answers your question. Now, hey, listen, you, you can answer however you want, however long, okay, however cool. short you want. I told you, we're going to have as much fun during this podcast as we possibly can. Um, yeah. It's And listen, for our guests at home, I know most of the time for these interviews, I do very little talking. I let the guests speak. Um, but I can already tell that Miranda and I are going to be like 50-50. Um, so get ready. If you don't want to listen to me, turn it off. Um, but you're, you're absolutely right. The, the fulfillment side of it. I mean, everything you said was, was awesome. Um, and, and Stacy is an incredible powerhouse in her own right, but the fulfillment side, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's why we do what we do. Right. So me doing business coaching, sales coaching, um, for me, the fulfillment is, when somebody comes to me like, Kyle, I, I want to start a side business. And then six months later, that side business is now their full-time job and they've quit what they're doing. Um, and it, it's incredible. It, it's incredible to see these people living out their dreams and you're literally a catalyst for them accomplishing their goals, whether it's personal goals, fitness goals, lifestyle, anything. It's, it's amazing. And yeah, don't get me wrong. The money's great. I'm still a business person. I love the money, but there's so much more to it. And that inner awareness is is fantastic. I mean, you and I have written the same program when it comes to Apex. Apex has done a world of good for me, my marriage, um, my fitness. I, I feel like I'm in some of the best shape since I've since I was fighting. I mean, it's amazing. Um, but what's what was your aha inner awareness moment? Um, after I started doing the inner work, like. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so we're about to get really deep. Okay. So there's, there's a couple. We're, we're 10 there's minutes in. We're getting deep. This is great. It's perfect. <laughs> okay. Drop it. I'll drop them too. Drop it like it's hot. So there's, there's, I have a few. Okay. It's very hard to pick one, but one of the main ones is that, um, so Stacey and I, my coach, we clicked really well because, um, I'm a mirror image of her when she was younger. Right. So that's why her and I like have like 
worked really well together and, you know, and all of that, which is great. Cause I think when someone has a coach, they should definitely click with that person, obviously, cause you're working together. Um, but she, I, I've had a lot of like before, before, like before it was in the past year, um, I've had a lot of like issues with like being kicked out of friend groups all the time. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like you're talking to like someone you think it's great. Then there's like crickets the next day. You know what I mean? Like I've been like in and out with so many friend groups. I couldn't even understand why. Um, same with like my guy life. You know what I mean? That's just a hot mess. You know what I mean? I don't want to call it a hot mess, but like my hot mess, I mean like, you know, I don't don't want to call it a hot mess, but you're like, it's a hot mess. It is, it is a complete shit show. I don't want to call it a hot mess, but (laughs) this super real <laughs> you know, I told so, you it's gonna be fun I, I, I think I have like the biggest sense of humor ever so you know just I'm just very I cannot be offended at all so which is great so just lay it on me we, we um, will probably but, be testing that okay so, um but and hot mess I mean like a lot of like random things and it wasn't even the guy it was like the same pattern as the friends you know what I mean that's what I realized it's the same pattern every single re- relationship that I'm in no matter who what it was like it would be like great you know then like oh nothing you know what I mean so it's not even like the guy or the friend I don't even like put them in their buckets it's the whole thing you know and Stacey said that happened to her a lot like in the past before she started doing her inner work and it's because you know she sees the highest power in people it's one of her gifts to see the highest power in people and then um Sometimes they're not ready to show up as that person, you know, and I kind of feel like I'm in the same way. Like when I meet people, it's like, I see so much potential in them, you know, and I want to see everybody win so much. And I know that everyone has like this, like full potential, like unlimited situation that they could tap into. But if someone isn't ready to step into that, that's okay. Right. But in regards to like my relationship and stuff and why they were so rocky and up and down, um, it's because I had expectations of them to show up as their highest self, right? Whether it be like a client or, you know, a friend or anything like that. And then setting those expectations will just set you up for like, you know, feeling really like hurt and upset if someone just leaves your life, you know what I mean? Without any, like, yeah. without saying anything, you know, and I've had that problem from like sixth grade up until like last year, this is just just didn't start happening. And it's the reason why I was like, so outcasted and and, out of so many friend groups back then. Um, And since I kind of made that mental switch that like, okay, like if someone's not ready to step into their fullest power, that's okay. And I like accept that and drop that expectation and just uh, let them allow them to show up into your life as they're ready. All of that stopped. You know what I mean? I haven't had that issue with like the friend group situation. You know what I mean? And I'm also have, I have so many boundaries now, you know, it's like, so that was my biggest aha moment was that. And it's just self-awareness, right. Of like who I am. Um, because I, you're gonna laugh, but literally before I started like with Stacey and Apex and like this whole like inner work journey, I never considered myself a high performer even though I'm like off the damn charts type performers, but I never thought I was, I thought everyone was like me. And I think that was part of like the issue too. So I really learned how to manage me, which has been um, absolutely amazing. And then therefore I can manage like my business, you know, and my clients and all of that. Um, That's perfect. So, I'm, I'm over here taking yeah. notes because I, I, it's, this is so going to be like story for a story, right? Like I, I yeah, guarantee yeah, we're story time. 
<laughs> we're just gonna go. Um, we're going. It's it's so interesting. I mean, it's I had those moments too. I mean, my my dating life after high school, which is really when it took off. Uh, and I'm not meaning to sound like a man whore or whatever. I mean, well, everybody would tell you I was, especially in the military. Um, my mom's probably listening right now. Like he was, he definitely <laughs> was. It was a huge concern of mine. He was, um, but like I, up until my wife, Elizabeth, I, I had shit relationship after shit relationship. I was in a long-term relationship that was just so toxic and we were horrible to each other. I mean, horrible. But I didn't back then. I didn't know my self worth. There was tons of alcohol. There's PTSD from stuff that happened as a teenager and in the military. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I guess I, I maybe I, I would tell you that I always thought I was destined for greatness. Um, maybe I would tell you that I always thought I was going to be something big. Uh, but I guess I never knew what that was was going to look like. I never knew how I was going to get there, when I was going to get there. Um, and it wasn't until my wife, right? Kind of like how Stacy saw everything in you. Um, and, and my poor wife, man, I did everything I could to not date her. I, I We went out on one date. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you <laughs> laugh, but I was straight up like, we. I'll, I'll tell you the story. Fuck it. Let's, let's go. Um, let's go. I, want, I, now I want to know what it is. <laughs> yeah. So uh, back then, I really enjoyed the online dating scene. I really enjoyed it. Let's just say things were good. Um, and I messaged this girl who was this gorgeous blonde that I saw. And I, I hit her with my patented icebreaker, right? And it was it was always the same thing. I have no problem. I'm, I'm laying it all out. I will always be 100% myself. I always use the same line for everybody. And it was, man, I bet you get a lot of creepers message you on here. And, oh, and my she God, was that's like, so good. Like if it is good. Me that, I would still respond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd be, you'd be like, God, smart. they're all a bunch of perverts and idiots, and I'm like, right. not me, <laughs> right? I'm like, oh right. my so, God, you get me, okay? Exactly. <laughs> yes. So she she read my message and she gets back to me and she's like, honestly, I just jumped on to delete my profile. And she's like, but yeah, people are nuts. And I was like, oh, we should get together and talk about it, right? So she's like, all right, let's 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 go on a date. So she's like, look, I had a really rough day at work. Can you just, she's lived with her mom. She's working on her master's. She's like, can you just come over to my, my mom's house? We can hang out back by the fire or something. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I got up there, Miranda. And I was like, within minutes, I was like, this girl is so far out of my league. Like I have no business being in this backyard. And that's never happened to me ever, ever especially. I mean, never, ever, ever, ever. So the night ended and, you know, we hit it off. It was fun, but I got out there and I was like, I, I'll, I'll do nothing but drag this woman down. Like I can't talk to her. So I was like, well, clearly the best course of action is to ghost her. So I, so I flat out ghosted, ghosted. And then about four to six months later, I was sitting in my apartment at the time and she posted a picture of one of her broken toes. And she's like, can anybody guess what the broken one is? And I was like, oh, it's that one. And she messaged, like, texted me immediately after I made the comment. She's like, why did you ghost me? Like, why Why <gasps> did you do that? And I was like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have commented. <laughs> right? I was like, now I have to explain myself. So I, I texted back and I said, honestly, 
I, I feel your way. You're, you're so far out of my league. Like, like there's, I, I have no business being with a woman like you. I don't, I don't have any business being a woman half like you. Um, and she's like, well, you should let me be the judge of that because you really hurt my feelings. And I was like, okay, that's fair. I was like, I'll tell you what, let me take you out to dinner and, and I'll apologize. And she's like, all right, that's fine. Let's let, we can go out to dinner. Um, and sidebar being a military guy, I hate lateness. I hate it. Being late is like the most disrespectful, awful thing that anybody can do. I hate it. It's beaten into me in the military, right? She was almost three hours late to dinner. <gasps> right? Three hours. Right. It was awful. Awful. I was I was sitting there. Oh, thank God. No, no. No, it was hours, hours. She she may provide a different perspective at some point, but definitely hours. Um, and she walked up and it was just this stunning white dress. She's amazing. Or black dress that night. Shit, might have to edit that out if she ever listens to it. Um, it, was, it was either a white dress or a black dress. Um, and, you know, fast forward, three kids, married for coming up on six years. Aww. And it was... She she didn't let me go. She didn't. I, I she's loyal to a fault, that's for sure. But I, I know exactly what you mean. Like like you just you had those cycles of crazy shit relationships and friendships. I, I have honestly, I have three people, two people that I'm friends with that have been there for over 15, 20 years. That's it. But you know what? I know that they are my ride or die. I, I know that I could do anything for them and vice versa. So what else do we got? Keep keep hitting me with stories. Let's keep going, keep going back and forth. Oh my gosh! Because first off, that story was the sweetest thing ever. <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until so I have to edit out that I don't remember what she was wearing. I remember it was a dress. It was either black or white. I remember it. It was. Well, I remember the bar we were at. Everything. I was so I was so irritated. I'm telling you. Like I'm just sitting looking at the clock. I'm like, oh my god. I was like, if I didn't screw up, I'd I'd and owe her a dinner. I'd leave. I would leave. Like, no, like, this is ridiculous. And then she walked up and I was like, it was worth the wait. Hands down. Clearly, I'm still with her. Lucky her. Clearly. Yeah. Lucky you guys. That is so great. Oh, my gosh. I love a good love story. That's great. Um, well, congratulations. That's amazing. Um, thank you. Thank so you. So you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. So, um, yeah, like, and what I said about, you know, like, learning how to manage myself. That's just like such a small part of it. You know what I mean? It's like boundaries and like control. You know what I mean? And for me, one of the things was I really, it took me a really long time to only be concerned about the things that I'm fully directly in control of. You know, like I, this has taken a really long time. Okay. And with the whole inner work thing, it just takes a while. Like, this doesn't happen Oh, don't overnight, worry. You know? I'm already gearing up another story for you. You're good. Go ahead. Take us through the journey, Miranda. I'm going to take you through the journey. Um, And that's just, that was one of the things, like the control thing, right? I mean, I 100%, that's taken a long time to get here, but I do not stress or worry over anything that's like 200% directly not in my control. If I feel myself getting, because like I used to go into these cycles of like, just like stress and worry and like, you know, all this other stuff. And A, I didn't realize it was as bad as it was. And B, no one else picked up on it because apparently us I perform us high performers are really good at working through this shit. Right. We're good at like blasting through our day and making it happen no matter what, you know, and just like shoving everything down and working through it. 
where like a quote unquote, like normal person, you know, not that like no one's normal, but <laughs> I just have like an insane work ethic and I really have to tone myself down because I can, I love it. Okay. So can we pause? So here's the deal. So before I met Stacey, I don't know if you understand that I went four and a half years without taking a day off from work and I was damn proud of that shit. So I worked every single day for four and a half years. It wasn't from productive. Okay. I'm realizing now, which is kind of like, which actually does get to me a little bit, but I just tell myself to breathe and give myself some grace. Right. So, <laughs> and then um, when I met Stacy, she's like, I told myself when I started her program, because I literally started her program, like at one of like my like very rock bottom moments, I was like, I'll do anything she says, except for take a day off. Like, I don't care what she says to do. I'll do anything except for taking a day off. And my very first assignment was to take a day off. I cried for like three hours after our Zoom. Oh, that's, and then that's I- fantastic. I, I have clients that like, I mean, I, I've one of my favorite clients, she she was a CFO and she, or CEO, I can never remember which one. She always gets irritated with me because right. I can't remember which one. Uh, and she quit her nine to five. It's like, oh my God. Exactly. She was a chief something. Yeah. Um, right. But the first, like, she's been a rock star. I mean, she's going to be, she's destined for some huge, huge things. Um, but I, I would like the first time we started working together after a week, I was like, take, take Friday off. And she was like, excuse me. It's like, take it off. She's like, I can't, I have to get shit done. I was like, no, you don't. Like, just, just calm down, take a day off. So even she still fights me. Like she's in, she's in San Diego right now on vacation. And she's been messaging me like half the morning. And I'm like, shut up. Just shut up and go enjoy it. It's San Diego. Go enjoy it. Sorry. Go ahead. Right. Exactly. No, no, no. That's a great story. Because when I love that, because I totally resonate with her. Because when Stacey told me that, we were on Zoom, right? And then like doing my arm boarding. And as soon as she told me that, she was like, are you okay? Because you stopped breathing. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I'm fine. And I was like trying to like hold it together because I'm like, I'm not going to start crying in front of this person the first time I meet her. But after we turned off Zoom, I had like a total girl moment and then I was okay. But like that changed my life. I need my Friday off. I call it do nothing Friday. I still do shit. I just don't train clients on that day. Like what I do on my do nothing Friday, like, well, I work. So I work out one, I work out two to three times every single day, except for my off day. Then it's just one time a day. So, um, so Friday, like I work out, you know, and I just like to go to the gym and just like, take my time, you know, like, and so like during the day, like during the weekday, like my, 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 right now my cardio is at 35 minutes, six days a week. Sometimes I get there and I'm like, okay, I got to get in, get my cardio done, get out, you know? But like when I go on Friday, I can just, it's not as like, you know, crazy. I can like take my time, which I like to do sometimes, you know? So I do that. I do like, um, in the mornings, I do do some like follow-up stuff from the week. You know, if I have anything that I need to get done from the week, just like loose, like emails or whatever, you know? Um, but yeah, go for a walk stuff like that but you really have to give yourself permission to do that and it's really really hard at first but ever since I've given myself that time to like mentally rest and recover like everything is elevated and more rest equals better performance you know um and I can't show up to my clients into my business and to like whatever else I'm doing at my 200 percent if I'm running on fumes the whole time, if I don't even realize it, you know, I didn't even realize when I went for it up here, and taking a day off, I was so proud of that. And I realized I was burying all my past shit into my work. Right. 
Um, so I would like, it was like, so like fucked up. Like I, um, I didn't even realize I was doing it like one year for Easter. I gave my family a two hour window when I could see them. Cause I had to go to work. I was like, <laughs> I, I, I get was, like, it. Listen, I, I'm the same way, except I'm, I'm like, I'm just like, look, it, it's Easter. Um, uh, can we give them 15 minutes? Do we, do we have an yeah. excuse? Can we get out of here? Right. Right. I was like, I can do something between like 12 and two and that's it. That's how it was. And I thought there was nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? But, um, and even on like Christmas and stuff, you know, like I would obviously do that, but I would like make sure I work on myself like before or after or whatever. But, um, but I really truly believe mentally disconnecting at least for a day is so important. And I would never say that I used to, I would totally call bullshit on that two years ago. I didn't experience it for myself. So if anyone here is listening and doesn't believe me, I understand why you don't believe me, but I would suggest just to try it a couple of times and see how it goes. <laughs> oh yeah. You're, you're so absolutely accurate. I mean, it's, it's needed. I mean, you have to learn to strike a, a fine balance um, between you know, taking that, that time off that R and R, um, and not doing it too much. Right. It's, it's, you have to find that balance. Like one day a week here and there is perfect. Um, for some people, it's more than that. Some people it's less, but just make sure that you're, you know, you're always putting yourself first. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because we can't show up for our businesses if we are like constantly going all the time. You know what I mean? You truly can't show up at your highest power ever if, if you don't do that and i never believed that until i tried it okay so if you're listening to this and think i'm absolutely nuts i went i was in your shoes so i i don't blame you okay but i'm just saying that everything is elevated since i've taken that time so your time more time you take for you is more productivity in your business or in your life if you don't run a business if you're at work whatever you're trying to do personal professional it's all it's all connected to all elevate Oh man, this is this is a hell of an episode already, and we still have quite a little bit. This is fantastic. Um, this is so fun. So so let's let's get potentially deep, okay? All right. Um, you, you talked about how you know one of your biggest, um, you know, aha moments of of awareness and you know having to work on yourself came when you were at rock bottom. Um, so I will relay a story to you and to our listeners and followers and viewers that I have not ever told publicly. Um, so get ready. It's not a happy one. This one sucks really bad. Um, back in 2019, my little brother passed away. He was 22. He was expecting the birth of his first child. Um, and unfortunately things happened and we lost him. Um, I was, this is before I started my company. Um, I was sitting in the office and I got a phone call from my stepdad and he said, Hey, your little brother's in the hospital up in New York. Um, everything's okay, but you might want to get up there. I'm like, Oh, all right. Well, there's a contradictory statement. You want me to drive to New York and everything's fine. So I talked to my manager, grabbed his fiance, ran up there, um, told my wife I had to get up there and he passed away a few days later. And I was, a complete wreck and at the time you know my little my little boy was a little he just it was it was a little after one year old uh, he was getting ready to turn two the next year um my youngest daughter had not been born my oldest daughter was very close with my brother um and 
it the the loss just wrecked everybody everybody i was grappling with a lot of stuff like my my son's not gonna, ever gonna know him you know he's not gonna remember him at the time my, my wife wasn't pregnant with my with brinley um but i was driving down the road and i, I for some reason i happened to decide you know what fuck it i'm gonna start listening to podcasts let's let's see what happens uh and i turned on ted talks so like they're short they're fun i can convince myself that i'm smart because i listened to this 10 minutes uh and the first one to come on was a podcast called you don't move on from grief you move forward with grief and i was like oh shit that sounds deep and it was all about this wife who lost her husband to i think it was brain cancer and there was a scene right like a scene can you tell him a movie buff um there was a part where her two-year-old went up to his dad's bedside bed and said, daddy, no more hurt, all done. I love you. Bye. And it, I, I pulled over and I just started bawling. And this would have been 2019. Um, and the whole message was, you know, it's okay to never get over people. It's okay to never get over loss. Um, you just have to move forward and understand that that pain is always going to be there in some sort of fashion. And it was a huge, huge, huge moment for me. And that's kind of what started me on the trajectory to, to where I am today, because I started doing a lot of the self-help stuff, started listening to a lot of podcasts, still took me over a year and a half to even remotely move forward. And I hit even deeper rock bottom after that, that incident. Um, but it's, it's crazy how the, you know, it, it sounds cliche, but the brightest lights come from the darkest moments. Um, and that was, that was my biggest aha moment. So I'm right there with you. I mean, those rock bottom times, they suck ass, but you got to live and grow. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. And, you know, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. I can't imagine. Um, but thank you for sharing that. And that's publicly in everyone, you know, I mean, it's really hard to talk about. So you're awesome for being brave. I try. I, I try. I try to let my wife know every day how awesome I am. Yes, definitely. For sure. Everyone deserves to know yeah. how awesome you are. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, especially with like when it comes to like the rock bottom moments, I mean, it's like, I mean, I feel like I've had, I've had like three or four really significant ones. Um, and I truly believe that, like, like you said, like the lightest lights come from the darkest times because every single one of them, whenever they've happened, they're terrible in the moment and even for like a couple months afterwards but the farther you get dragged down especially moments like that where everything's great then boom everything turns to shit and it's terrible and it's awful the farther you get dragged back down the higher gonna elevate afterwards and every single rock bottom moment has made me elevate forward and they've all happened for a reason and i truly truly believe with the bottom of my heart that the universe has a plan and they all happen for a reason that, and a lot of times we don't even see that reason in the moment. And a lot of oh, times yeah. our plan is like totally not what we thought it was going to be. Like when I was in high school, I never thought I'd be in this position at all. I never wanted to run. So when I was in high school, my career goals, I wanted to be the CEO of a company, but not the owner. Okay. I'm like, I'm never going to run my own business. I wanted to have a high profile position, but not run it. And here I am running my own business. And I told myself I'd never be a personal trainer because I didn't think I wanted to make mentally combine <laughs> like other people's fitness with my own fitness. So I said, I'd never do these two things. And here I am. I wouldn't change it for anything. So, um, but 
it's not hilarious. But um, so a lot of times it's what we don't perceive, you know. Um, but yeah, so now whenever I have a lot less of like the oh my god, the ups and downs, only because I've done so much work. Like, and when you start like the whole like inner work journey, like the whole like, oh my god, everything's great, then it crashes back down. That hamster wheel cycle really evens out. So I haven't had a moment like that in a, in a while. I've had moments that could lead to that, like those feelings, but um, I know how to manage it now. So um, that's a huge relief as well, too. It's like a whole stress level off of you. Um, and just like trusting that there's a plan, you know, like, and you're trusting yourself, I think is most important. Like I trust my hustle and what I do. So no matter what happens, I know I can get myself out of the situation mentally because I've been there so many times. I might have the point where I'm like, fuck it, bring it on. You know what I mean? Because I know if I get drugged back down, I'm going to come back 10 times harder every single time. So when oh, you start looking it. for that, yeah. And now I'm like looking for the hard because I just know I'm going to elevate afterwards. It kind of gets me excited. You know what I mean? So whenever something hard happens, I'm like, oh my God, this is great. Let's just figure it out, get through it somehow because I know I'm going to elevate on the other side. So once you really flip that and not even say it, you have to believe that. Saying that oh, yeah. and believing that. Yeah. It's like Ryan Suman always says, like, you got to look for the struggle, right? And he's so true. And I really feel that, like, the bottom of my heart. But you can say that, but you have to feel it to really do it. Does that make sense? And I really yeah. do. It's like two totally different things. They're like, oh, I'm looking for the struggle. It's like, no, like, really bring it on. You know, I'll be I, I think you're absolutely right. I, I you absolutely do, and that's you know kind of the mindset that I've adopted too. I mean, let's face it, we're all adults. We go through hard shit every day. I don't care what anybody says. There's always something every fucking day that tests the shit out of you. You're just like, you got to be kidding me. Um, but you know, Stuman also said <laughs> the other side of struggle is success, and your your success rate for dealing with hard shit up to this point is 100. percent So you know you're going to get through it. You know you're going to come out stronger. You know you're going to learn, and that's the important part. That is absolutely, especially in business. I'm, I mean, I, right. I'm a huge. I've had people come up to me and be like, "I'm afraid to fail," and I'm like, "Well, you're you you literally can't fail." I'm like, what do you mean? I can close my business. I was like, "That's not failing." I said, "That's learning." I said, "You know, here's the deal. You, let's say you fail. Let's say you try to do this business and the business has to close down because it doesn't make any money. Do you still have a home?" Yes. Do you still have a husband or a wife? Yes. Do you still have your kids or your grandkids and your friends? Yes. I said, you still have people that love you? Yes. I said, is that the end of the world? No. I said, then it's not failing. It's it's not. You, you, you need to go out there and try. The only way you fail is if you don't try. That's the only way you fail. The only way. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And it's the learning and being open to learn, right? And being open to having situations not turn out the way you expect them to, but just trusting that they're a part of the process and they're going to lead you to something that you're not even seeing. Like every single time my rock bottom moment, I never thought it would lead me to where I got to. Does that make sense? Um, so I oh, really think yeah. that. I'll, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm, I've learned in Apex that I'm a visionary. Okay. I... <laughs> So I need, so a lot of times, and then us visionaries, we just like, therefore, I not, I need an integrator, right? So I never, I just knew, I thought I'm like, oh my God, we're, this is where we're going and we're going, but like, I, there's a name for that as a visionary. So therefore I need an integrator. Um, but a lot of times that's, that's I, I want to say, I don't want to put them into boxes, but 
I've always just been like, like, okay, I'm working on this now, but I don't have like a solid, I'm going to be here in 10 years. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I have an idea, but I feel like, like I have my yearly goals and like a two year goal of like a vision for my business and like financial and where my, what my clients to be and all of that. But I'm okay with the road to that being a little curvy. And I feel like a lot of, not everybody, but I feel like some people map out the whole thing and they're like, okay, from like April to May, we're going to do this, 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 like these 10 things. And from like May to June, we're going to do all of this and like every single day. And, um, I think that's great. But also if something does happen, that can really throw people off of their game if they're not aware, you know, and that can, they can like allow that to derail them. Um, so I also think it's important that like when these like roadblocks do happen to have an open mind, be like, okay, cool. Like, this is just like, we're just making a left turn. It's all good. Right. Ready to get right back on the track. It's okay. So um, does that make sense? Oh, no, absolutely. I, I, I think, okay. I think there's so many people that are, are like that. Um, and, and, I mean, self-admittedly, I'm the same the same way. I, I don't know where I'm going to be. I know where I want to be. I know where right. I want to take my business in 5, 10, 15 years. Um, you know, but, you know, I, I'm also not naive enough to think that I, I know exactly like it's going to turn out exactly as I planned. Um, and that's the important, you know, having that um, that ability to kind of be chameleon-like and understand that shit's right. going to happen. And for for all we know tomorrow you could end up with an opportunity in your lap Miranda that you're like, I never thought of doing this, but this, but let's see, let's see what happens. And next thing you know, you're doing that and you're right. being successful, more successful than you ever thought. And that's the cool part of, of, you know, life. And that's why I got out of the nine to five world. I mean, although we're entrepreneurs, you know, we're a little bit more than nine to five. Um, right. But it's such a liberating feeling to, control your own destiny to a point to where you have mm -hmm. the ability to say, I am going to take this other opportunity. I am going to do this. I am going to do that. And I'm going to learn if I fail. Whoops. You can't fail. If I screw up and it doesn't work, then at least I learned what not to do. And I won't repeat those same mistakes. So it's, it's an incredible, it's an incredible path. And I think you and I both see it all the time, whether it's business, whether it's life, personal fitness, I mean, people and every single person is capable of these just incredible feats and these just massive changes. It's, it's incredible to see. It's why I love doing what I do. Yeah, absolutely. I could not agree more. And it's just being open to change. You know, I think it's super important to have a plan and have a solid vision. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying like, if you have your plan and your vision, which you should totally do, like in Apex, we talk about doing our perfect day, right? And having like your perfect spouse and your perfect partner. And I think that's so great and so important, but it's also okay where the path that you think it's going to take you to get to that perfect day changes and allowing that to change, you know? So I'm not saying that don't do your perfect day. I'm not, I'm saying like the path to get you there is be flexible because a lot of times it's going to change, but it's going to turn into a really, really good thing. Damn. You know? and it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miranda with that fire. Wow, that was good. You've been you've been killing it so far. Time is flying when this recording. Like it's crazy. Um, but you're, you're that's that's awesome. I, I love it. Don't don't compromise on your perfect day. Be prepared to compromise on how you get there. That is right. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I don't want notes. anyone to 
Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. I should write that down. Can you write that down? Someone, yeah, you write here. that down. <laughs> you you okay, keep wait. talking. I'll message it to you. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, great. <laughs> I'm like, I can't find a pen. Okay, so um, but yeah, so I don't want I don't want to like get like I don't want anyone to say think that I'm saying like you know once you make your perfect day or have the plan like you have to compromise from that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you need to have that in place because you need to be able to visualize where you're at every single day. Like, okay, so here's the deal. And for my PM routine, I write down two goals that I have. And I put myself in them as if like I'm getting them this year. And um, I know I'm not going to hit them this year because they're so, I'm not at that level yet. But I still write them oh, down. Oh man, Wiley would be on you like white on rice for what you just said. Have, have you, you talked mean? to Wiley? bad or good? If I guarantee you, and I'm sure I'm going to have Wiley on this podcast, Wiley is the mind ninja. We all love Wiley. Um, yeah, but I know if, Wiley. If he would, if he would sit here and say, "I know I'm not going to get there this year," I guarantee you, Wiley would be like, "Why? Don't talk like that. You will. Don't put that out there." Well, one of them, I like. No, I won't. You know what I mean? Like, okay. So here's the deal. I want to make it. To the well, well, why? Why do you know you won't? Wait. It's, all right. Say it again. Okay, so like one of my goals is to make it to the Olympia one year, one day in bodybuilding. And there's no way I do that this year. I'm not even like, I don't even, I don't compete nationally yet. Does that make sense? So like, that's just like not possible. But I still write it down every single day because it makes me so, push. Does that make sense? Okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to put myself in a different mind frame here. So yeah. is the only, is one, is there, is it a hurdle because you don't compete nationally? Is, is well, that a hurdle? Yeah, but I will. Yeah, but I will eventually when my coach says I'm ready. Okay. Does that All make right. sense? All right. Yeah, no, no, I, I do. I totally yeah. get what you're saying and I totally understand your yeah. thought process and logic. I just know Wiley very well or kind of well, well, well enough to know that like if, if he, if I would say that he'd be like, what are you talking about? Knock it off. <laughs> I love it. I love, oh, this is a fun one. <laughs> this is a fun one. All right. Continue about your nighttime routine. I'm sure that I'm sure the listeners are like, all right, nighttime routine. Let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, okay. So nighttime routine, I used to have zero and I used to think they were dumb. Okay. Until I started doing it. So if listeners don't have a nighttime routine and, um, they think it's stupid, I understand I've been where you are. I just encourage you to at least try it for like a week. Okay. (laughs) It'll change your life. Okay. So my nighttime routine, um, after I, so I work out at night. I lift at night normally. Okay. There might be like one or two days during the week where I lift during the day. Um, but normally I lift at night, I get home and then I respond to like any like messages that I need to. Most of them are responded to at this point because before, okay. So like I get so into my workouts mentally, I make sure all of my work for the day is done before I get to the gym. So it's not over my head. Okay. So I have a Smart whole move. thing. Yeah. So um, I worked with a sports psychologist for a year. Okay. And she really, really helped me with my mental game in the gym. So she actually works with like elite gymnasts, but she just works. She has worked with me because of like, I got to her like you're my mentor and stuff. So she is like, so upgraded my mental game in the gym. It's like unbelievable. So I have a whole thing that I do. Okay. So just because like I do compete and like connecting the mind to the muscle is like super, super, super important. And you really have to get super deep with your workouts and connected to them. Um, so therefore I make sure all my work's done before I go to the gym. Okay. Um, so when I get home, the first thing I do, I like take a shower, like change, blah, 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 start to make my last meal for the day. 
And then um, if I just have to respond to a message or something, like I do that. Then what I do is I write down my schedule for the next day. All right, you have it. So I do my weekly schedule. So like Sunday, I do my schedule. Obviously, okay, so I have my monthly schedule that I do for like a month, right? But on Sundays, I review my schedule for the week. And then every single night, I review my schedule for the next day. And it's not like super in-depth, but if I, it's like moderately in-depth. So like 5 a.m. wake up. You know what I mean? Then I'm going to go do my morning cardio. Then I do my AM routine. Then I'm going to go train my clients, you know, and then I'm going to have a break. So during that break, I got to like, you know, check in with A, B, and C, do work on my spreadsheet, like stuff like that, you know? And then I write it when I'm going to do my meals for the whole entire day, okay? So I have a plan going to bed. If I don't do that, my day is fucked. Like, so motherfucked. So, <laughs> so I would... um. And, and it gets you in the mindset before you go to bed. And that's just kind of like what I created on my own. So I do that. So I write down my schedule for the next day. And then I write down my wins from the day. Um, so I write down my wins in my journal. So I do like four or five wins from the day. Um, sometimes they're great. Sometimes it's hard to find a win, you know, but like, um, I might like, I made it home alive today. That's a damn win. You know what I mean? So, um, if I feel I love like, it. love it. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes my wins, if I had a really like super big win that day, like, you know, like I'm on this podcast, you know, or, you know, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes, sometimes I have really big wins and sometimes it can be hard to find them. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so I do my five wins and then I do my G code app from Apex. So I do that. And then, <laughs> so, um, and then I read before I go to bed. And it's great, oh, but so here's the deal. Okay, it's so perfect. And then I eat, I always eat my meal six in bed while I read and I turn my phone on silent. And that is like the best time ever because I really like reflect and decompress. I also, so here's the deal. I've been doing my PM routine for so long that like my body knows it's time to go to bed once I do my PM routine, okay? So I have to make sure all of my work is done before I do my PM routine because that's kind of like my indicator that it's time to go to bed, okay? And I really hold to that boundary. So if like someone messages Good. me after I do my PM routine, I'll, I'll wait until the morning. And I used to not do that, but that's I hard. do that now. because It's very hard, very hard. Um, But I tell myself, I'm like, it's fucking midnight and I wake up at five. So it doesn't matter if I respond at midnight or at five o'clock in the morning, they're going to bed anyway. <laughs> You know, so I'm like, that's what I tell myself. And that like works that that mindset works for me anyway. Um, but so yeah, so PM routine. So yeah, so I do so I do my schedule, do my wins. As I'm doing that, I'm making dinner all at the same time. So it doesn't take long. Okay. Like I'm very realistic. Like I don't have like a fucking hour long PM routine. Mine's like 15 minutes tops. Okay. Like so why that's my also suggestion. <laughs> So many people get stuck in these, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. It's like, this is really realistic. Like, calm down, you know, like <laughs> I'm very realistic when it's to come what I can fit into my schedule and what I can't. Um, and then um, I write down my two big goals for the year. Um, and then I make my food and I read. I try to get in 10 pages. Um, nothing crazy. And I try to read a hardcover book because I look at a screen a lot. So I do my best to read a hardcover book instead of, I have a couple on Kindle, but if I can get a book on my like hardcover, I yeah. totally do that. Cause I feel like that helps disconnect a little bit. And that disconnection time is needed in order to be a machine the next day. So I normally read a hardcover book. 
at night. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you I there. I, sometimes, yeah. you know, it, it, Kindle makes things so easily accessible. Um, but right. I, I've got, I, I think I'm on like my, either my ninth or 10th book for the year. I think, I'm not sure. I like I, the last one I read was seven habits of highly effective people. And oh, that's a good one. I haven't read it, but I, that's on my list. It, yeah. I, I mean, pretty much every book that I've read this year has been, you know, inner awareness, business motivation, stuff like that. Um, right. So the, the one I'm reading now is by Dr. Siegel. It's called aware. And it's very, very, it was recommended by my therapist who, by the way, I'm pretty sure I, he's made a career just out of me. Um, right. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's interesting. I mean, our, our routines sound pretty similar. I mean, I, I will end up eating in bed, um, with my wife and then Dude, I love we, eating in bed. It's my favorite thing. So I, I know I, I watch I TV and I'm just cat. like, tonight's my yeah. fat ass tonight. Like I'm going to do it like, Oh, <laughs> Oreos, huh? Don't mind if I do. <laughs> I love it. Well, here's, here's another question. Let's, let's go. Let's have a little bit of fun since we have a, a little bit of time yeah. before the next, uh, the next call here. Um, okay. what is one problem facing your business today? Oh, one problem facing my business. Um, time let's, let's work through it together. Sure. Let's make it through. Okay. Um, I was so, okay. I'm making sure I'm doing my, using my time correctly. Um, okay. I feel like, and this is just my own shit coming out, but I feel like I, um, Stacy would beg to differ with me on this and she would tell me it's not true, but so I'm disclaimer. This but is I great. Feel like the, I hope Stacy <laughs> listens to this and is like, damn it, Miranda. No, she's going to be like, fuck. <laughs> but, um, I feel like I wasted a lot of time during, so the, the, the stunt that I had the four and a half year of like not taking a day off stunt, I feel like I really wasted the last year and a half of that. Cause I, I wasn't growing. Does that make sense? I wasn't using my time. I felt like I was using my time correctly then, but looking back, I wasn't, you know? Um, so I, that thought does kind of like, it makes my blood boil a little bit on the inside. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like, hyper coming out that like I would be so much farther than where I'm at now if that didn't happen you know even though like um and I'm super grateful to be able to say this some people would say I'm killing it you know blah 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 and I'm so grateful oh, yeah. for that but someone from the outside is different than like us saying that and I think that's definitely a high performer thing for sure I think every business owner would say that you know everyone so many people oh, yeah. can relate to that um so now I just really want to make sure I'm managing my time correctly. And I feel like I am. I have so much more awareness of what I'm doing. And I really make sure I ask myself is every single task that I'm doing, like align with my purpose, you know, if it doesn't align with my purpose and with my goal and with my mission, I'm not going to do it. You know what I mean? I have no problem saying no to something that doesn't align zero issue. You know, I mean, I think that's a very important skill to learn that if it doesn't align, whether you have like a time vampire in your life, you know, those people that like want to call you and talk to you for hours about like whether or not their cat like like right likes rice krispies you know what i mean <laughs> someone told me that the, the important stuff I mean. <laughs> the real the important stuff. stuff right yeah or whether or not you know like their hamster eats like fucking carrots i don't know you know what i mean but like like being... i get it i get it i understand <laughs> but, it's, but it's being aware of that you know um 
I was pretty aware of it before, but now this is with all of my, like, I'm really hammering that hard. You know what I mean? Every single thing that I do, like, is this the best use of my time? Is this the most effective use of my time? Does this allow my growth purpose and mission? Yes. Great. No. Okay. We're changing something. Right. Um, and then so do you, so do you still find yourself doing that a lot? Do you still find yourself doing the busy? The, I, I, just, I call it busy work. So it is busy work. Yeah. Busy work. Um, no, but here, no, I don't, but okay. I'm getting more. Sorry. I got a little off track there. Um, I got a little so This is great. Um, I'm talking about hamsters and carrots. All right. <laughs> um, it happens. It happens. So, okay. So I I used to be an in-person trainer. Okay. So I used to train out of two different gym locations. January, I chose to leave the main gym location that I was at for five years and run my business full time. Through that transition, I was gifted about 20 hours per week of just open time. And I've never had that much time available ever. The last time I had 20 hours per week open was when I was in fourth grade. So, um, <laughs> so that's, um, that's insane. I'll, I'll admit it. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. It's insane. Crazy. And, um, I mean, it's just the direction my business is going, you know, and like 90% of my business was out of that gym before COVID. And when COVID hit, like the gyms closed, I had to switch my entire business online. Right. And then when the gyms opened back up, I had a few people come back in person, but the majority of my clients stayed online. Then I started this transform you program. And then like this whole like process, awesome process started. So, um, after I chose to leave in January, which is like a month ago, um, it was pretty much a wash financially, roughly. Does that make sense? So it was basically a wash financially. Um, so my biggest struggle, I guess my biggest challenge right now is just making sure I'm using those extra 20 hours per week correctly. Um, because that is a huge gift. And I say gift because like, it oh, yeah. literally almost didn't cost me anything. People would spend mad money to have an extra 20 hours per week. And I totally understand that, you know, people do big things for that. So I think my biggest challenge right now is just making sure I'm using that time correctly. Um, in the most effectively, does that make sense? It does. It, it absolutely makes sense. Um, yeah. So you know, when I, when I get faced and I have that too, when I have downtime, I, I almost feel guilty. Right. But it's important to understand, right. that, you know, kind of like we circle back to you know, our previous talk in the beginning. Um, it's okay to use that time for just you. Right. Not, maybe not 20 hours. I'm sure. I mean, I, I would not tell you to spend 20 hours on yourself. Um, especially because okay. you and I are like very similar. Um, but take an hour or two here or there. And, or maybe even just an extra day. I mean, right. And, and just no work everything, as long as stuff's automated and it, it, you know, it can operate without you. Right. Let's, let's be real. Right. Um, and then the other time, you know, start building out prospecting time, start building out sales time, start building out some marketing time, you know, just, just fill it with stuff that's going to actually, you know, work on your business, not necessarily in, you know, you want to get a VA, right. you know, you can work on building a training program for a VA, or you can work on a training program to help other people coach under you. Um, stuff like that. I mean, I'm, I'm in that same position where I'm starting to get stuff automated and it's like, mm-hmm. what the fuck's going on? Like, what, what, what am I supposed to do here? How, how do I fill my time? And it's, you know, I've worked with right. some of my coaches and it's just, okay, you gotta, you know, 
continue to work on, not in, work on growing and just keep your head in that space. That's what I would do. Yeah. And thank you for that. That's really helpful. And thank you for that reminder, you know, because I'm starting to step into that space as well. Um, Like, you know, it's it's the next scale and it's, it's growing pains and it's so exciting, you know, and they're all great growing pains. Um, Like one of my goals is to eventually for my transformation program, bring in someone that does yoga, right? I don't do yoga. So I want my clients that are a part of my program saying that like, Hey, you can go, you have my group classes. And then also like Julie's going to teach yoga at like two o'clock on like Saturdays, you know, so you can sign up for her program and they go to someone that helps them with their dream board, you know? So I really want to, that's my goal is to structure my program like that. Cause I think that would be really cool and beneficial to my clients. Um, providing like an all like, like health and wellness for like lifestyle I, transformation experience. Listen, that I try to do like for, yeah. Oh yeah. No, it, it absolutely does. I, I, I tried to do yoga. Um, and I still, you know, I will say I still try to do yoga. Um, it's, I do sometimes if I'm like really sore, I'll do it part of my first workout for 75 hard. Um, it's, it's awesome. I mean, my, my little sister's a yoga instructor. She owns her own oh, studio. Cool. She's, she's done online yoga class. She's done stuff like that. So it's, there's definitely a market for it. I mean, yoga is fantastic. Now I've got three kids, you know, one of which is almost 17. So she, you know, she's kind of like on autopilot. She's not crawling all over me while I'm, trying to do downward facing dog. And I've, I, I try, dog. I try to, I, I try to say like the other names. I just like, I don't know what the hell this is called. Like Vishnayasa or some shit. I don't know. Oh my God. Um, I don't either. Yeah. Like I'm still yeah, yeah. in the yoga. The, the lady. Super great, but I'm, yeah. Right. <laughs> the ladies on YouTube are like, okay, <laughs> take your head and in one breath, stick it up your own ass. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, I can't do that. And I'm I'm watching her. I'm like, holy shit, she did it. She really she really did it. Right? I know. And, and that's like, that's okay. like the beginner. Yeah. <laughs> that's the beginner. You're like, I, I like the ones where you have to like stretch your 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 quad muscle out. You're already bent in like a pretzel, and they're like, now let your back foot come to you. And I'm like, I don't even know where it's allow at. Allow the muscles to move. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah. I can't even touch my back foot right now. I have no idea I, where I it tr- is. I try to lift the back foot and it just automatically slams back down on the ground. I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, why am oh I doing God. this? I'm the exact same way. Seriously, people, a, a big misconception about me is that I'm good at yoga. Like, no, a lifter is like normally are like all, not all of them, but I'm one of those people that like I can work out all day, but I'm. I'm not a yoga person. I mean, I think it's great. It's needed, <laughs> no, but my, it's, and I'm, it's I'm not the most flexible. It's horrible. Like I know like the corpse pose, like the one where you lay down on your back all the way and just breathe or tree where you just stand. Yeah, you just stand there. You just lay there. You're like, now don't move for five minutes. <laughs> Fucking already there. One step ahead of you. I haven't been moving for the past 45 minutes, lady. It's perfect. But all right. Well, so Miranda, I think I this is a, you. yeah. This is like the perfect stopping point for episode one. You and I are going to have to do an episode two um, and probably three. So get ready because after we we get it scheduled, we're just going to keep going and going. So I will let you tell our viewers and our listeners where they can find the ever so awesome Miranda. Please do your thing. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, today was so fun. And I was this time flew by. So I'm super excited. I know it's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. I'm very excited for our next couple episodes. So thank you guys so much for having me. I'm like, I'm just so pumped up for the day now. Um, but so my website, um, website, MarinaJiggins.com. 
um, Facebook's just my name, Miranda Jiggins. And then um, my Instagram, Miranda Jiggins Fitness underscore LLC. I am a pretty easy person to get a hold of. So um, yeah, looking forward to it. Awesome. All right. For our listeners out there, this has been Slaying the Sale, and there will definitely be at least a part two to Miranda's incredible visit. And I promise you'll be seeing more of her later. So thank you very much, everyone. And we will see you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on Slaying the Sale. If you're interested in knowing more about Kyle, make sure you head over to his website, theslaymakermethod.com, and pick up a copy of his best-selling books. Then head to Facebook to join his private group, Slaymaker Sales Mastery to become the number one salesperson in your company. And until next time, remember to keep slaying the sale.